every time I look in the mirror, I think to myself, how can I better the world and the galaxy? And I think, let's just do more movie reviews. What was that? I'll start it over. Hit the music! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children and listeners of all ages, welcome to Movies That Don't Suck and Some To Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And today we are watching or reviewing two movies out there in the viewing pleasure world for all film fans. The first one is going to be starring the guy, the man, the one that showed us that blue meth does exist, Brian Cranston. Do you know what would happen if I suddenly decided to stop going into work? A business big enough that it could be listed on the NASDAQ goes belly up. Disappears. It ceases to exist without me. No, you clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am not in danger, Skyler. I am the danger. A guy opens his door and gets shot, and you think that of me? No. I am the one who knocks. That's uh, great. Uh. I love Brian Cranston. Yeah. Uh, co-starring with him in this movie is Annette Bening. Listen, I, I really was. enjoyed the time that we've spent together, but this has catastrophe written all over it. Please, Mr. President, don't pursue me outside the political arena. Well, I have no intention of pursuing you inside the political arena, and that leaves everything out, and that's unacceptable to me. If I were on your staff, I would tell you that the absolute worst thing you can do coming into an election year is to open yourself up to character attacks. And the quickest way to do that is to prance around like the playboy of the Western world. Yeah. <laughs> From the American president, mm-hmm. Michael Douglas. Mm-hmm. I think that's my favorite Ram, uh, version of the American, of the, the president of the United States in film. No, Marjean. Oh, did you, Jose Camacho? No, mm, well, I guess Camacho is okay. He's in the top five. Yeah. And then uh, you got Bill Paxton from Independence Day. Yeah, yeah. You know, that the ultimate he's, speed. He's good also, uh, Chris's uh, man crush, the man himself, Mr. Rain Wilson. Cumberland Mills? And how did you get my resume? Oh, no, no, I'm very flattered, don't get me wrong. I'm just not sure that it's my official resume or if it's something that maybe... Uh, satisfied customer posted online what does it say under martial arts training oh okay i'm gonna have to supplement that could i have your fax number would i ever leave this company look i'm all about loyalty in fact i feel like part of what i'm getting paid for here is my loyalty but if there were somewhere else that valued that loyalty more highly i'm going wherever they value loyalty the most from the office, and he's not my man crush. Your just, favorite I, show. It's one of my you watch shows, The yeah. Office more than you watch like The Sky. <laughs> man, the, <laughs> the Office is on constantly playing. It's like it's like I go to sleep to The Office, you know. Chris has like seven TVs in his house, and one of them is always playing The Office. I have well, I have one, two, I have four. I don't know how many TVs you have. Okay, yeah. But anyway, and uh, also uh, Larry Wilmore. No, no, no. The last thing we should be doing is making fun of fat people right now in this time of obvious crisis. 
and I condemn anyone out there making cheap fat jokes. A lot of people are upset at Michael Moore for throwing shade at snipers, but in all fairness, he throws shade on almost everything in his immediate vicinity. Yeah, that's from The Nightly Show. <laughs> the Nightly Show, I miss that, man. I used to love watching him. Um, <laughs> also in this, Michael McKean, uh, Jake McDorm, uh, Anna Camp. Uh, the movie's called Jerry and Marge Go Large, which was on Paramount Plus yep. this week. And then the big sexy movie that we're going to be reviewing today is going to be, of course, Lightyear, featuring the one, the only, America's ass, Captain America, Chris Evans. I got beat up in that alley. In that parking lot. Behind that diner. Did you have something against running away? You start running, they'll never let you stop. You stand up, you push back. Can't say no forever, right? I know a little of what that's like, to have every door shut in your face. I guess I just don't know why you'd want to join the army if you were a beautiful dame. Or a beautiful a woman. An agent, not a dame. You are beautiful, but... You have no idea how to talk to a woman, do you? I think this is the longest conversation I've had with one. Women aren't exactly lying enough to dance with the guy they might step on. Yeah, from Captain America. Dude, I know. One of the greatest freaking Marvel movies. The Captain America series, I think, was like the best series. Winter Soldier is so series. good. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Winter Soldier is so good. Uh, also, Kiki Palmer was in as well. You know that feeling where everything feels right? Where you don't have to worry about tomorrow or yesterday. But you feel safe and know you're doing the best you can. There's a word for that feeling. It's called love, L-O-V-E. And it's what I feel for all my family, and all my coaches, in my neighborhood, where I come from, where I learned how to spell. And then the swallow strings, that's from Akila and the Bee. I know, remember that movie? Yeah. I totally forgot that yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, it's a good one. Right? Yeah. I totally forgot that movie until I was looking her, like, looking her information up. Yeah. Um, uh, Peter Zone is way. Did I get Peter Zone? No, but you get Peter Zone. Who the hell else did I get? You get Taika. Oh no, no, I got I got Mister Mister Fabulous himself that's been in like every freaking franchise uh, for the last three months, uh, and that is Takiti Wahidi. It's a uh, Taika Watiti. Taika Taika Watiti. Taika Watiti. Like okay. yeah, as I said, Taka Watiti. <laughs> Hey, man, if you listen to him say he doesn't even say it no, right. No, no, I'll, 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 I'll do it. So it's Taika Waititi. That's what I found out just right before we got on the podcast. The way he, yeah, okay. Taika let, me a, let me ask you a question. Okay. You love Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? Mm-hmm. No. If you love Kentucky Fried Chicken, and I made Kentucky Fried Chicken, and I know that you love Kentucky Fried Chicken, why would I make another restaurant called, uh, I don't know, Albuquerque Boiled Turkey? Okay? Mm-hmm, Makes mm-hmm. no sense, homie. No sense. What am I going to give you? A sequel. Kentucky Fried Chicken Chicken Part 2. That's from uh, Free Guy. <laughs> <laughs> we put such a dickle on that movie. <sighs> I love I love him in about anything he's done. I don't think there's a thing he's done yet that I'm like fuck that guy. Right. Um, and James um, and Josh Borlean's daddy, James Borlean. You mean James Brolin? You call him Brolin? Yeah, it's Brolin. Yes, yeah, I said James Brolin. Actually, I'm having a bad day. I'm really hungover today. I'm sorry. <laughs> I apologize for all, all the words I'm going to mess up today. Let's move on. All right, James. <laughs> James Brolin. Yes. Uh-huh. 
Yes, I understand. That was the president again. I've got to steal back the X-1 before the Soviets find the secret compartment containing the microfilm. The future of the free world is riding on this one. I'm going with you. No, Daddy, it's too dangerous. <laughs> I invented the X-1, P.W. I'm going with you. All right, let's go. You are such a pushover. I know you are. But what am I? That's from Pee-wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I can't believe when I when, uh, when I when I saw that I was like, I can't believe he's in Pee-wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Uh, but a bunch of other people in this movie as well. Bill Hader uh, makes a voice in it. Uh, Efren Ramirez, uh, Mary McDonald Lewis, um, is and the movie is Lightyear, and I can't yeah. wait to talk about that. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, dude. I mean, it, it's it by any means. Chris, tell them where you can find us. You can find us online at moviesonsoft.net. We're on Facebook, Facebook.com slash moviesonsoftpodcast. We're on Twitter at MTS Podcast. We're on Instagram at MTS Podcast. Uh, we have Patreon, Patreon.com slash moviesonsuck. If you guys want shirts or their, their logo on it, go, uh, go buy Fire.com slash moviesonsuck and something they do. And uh, we're on all streaming platforms. Or you find podcasts, you find moviesonsuck and something they do. Want to send us an email? Go ahead and send us moviesonsuckpodcast.gmail.com or info at moviesonsuck.net. And if you got a small business, give us your info because we love to help out small businesses. Mm-hmm. Like today's small business is uh, Black Moth. Yes, Black Moth. It is located at 1142 South Harvard Avenue, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74112. Now, what is Black Moth? It is Tulsa's only natural history store. They offer a, a selection of ethnical source taxidermy, skull, bones, rocks, and minerals, fossils, insects, she- seashells, hides plants and more uh they have been doing it for the last two years i believe and they are amazing you can even shop online at www.shopblackmoth.com or you can find their information at on facebook at shop black moth if you want something i mean i have a collection of taxidermy stuff because we're weird and scientifically weird and have a bunch of stuff and uh they do some really good stuff they actually do some really good jewelry too from local vendors and such so if you have a chance and they even have classes to teach you taxidermy and to teach you how to uh make different different items that you can sign up for so if you're in the tulsa area stop by black moth again located at 1142 south harvard avenue tulsa oklahoma yeah that's uh that's all we got for that we're finally uh that's all we got for that dude oh my god uh uh, uh, this is the day of rest before I go work for like 38 hours at concerts. I work so many concerts and events this weekend. It's going to be hot, right? Yeah, tomorrow I got to stand outside for 11 hours. It's going to suck. <laughs> yeah, it's going to suck a lot, dude. <laughs> like a lot, a lot. <laughs> like, I don't even know what the event is for tomorrow. I'm, I'm not 100% you sure. See, you hang I know out the, on Saturday. Is that you hang out with cannons, right? Yeah, Saturday uh, we do a concert with Better Than Ezra and Cannons. Yeah, and then in, uh, Sunday morning I'm doing a VIP meet and greet with with Cannons, uh, with Cannons where they're going to be doing an acoustic show for people. Cool, cool. Uh, like four or five songs, yeah. and then they're going to do autographs and stuff like that. So it might not be long. Is that, is that. that the the day at that's a for what? Festival is it? Route sixty, Route sixty six. Oh man, I forgot to pop up pictures of Black Moth was on there. Uh, Black Moth. Yeah. I, I'm like, I'm out of it, dude. I'm out of it. Look at those. Look at those. Aren't those cool? 
Those are so cool. Yeah. Look at the skeleton. Ah! Yeah. Oh, I want that so bad. Anyway, sorry. Sorry uh, about that. It's Route 66 Fest? Is that what it's called? What's, what's this one? Yeah, called? it's a Route 66 Fest is what it's called. Uh, and some, it's, 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 literally, it's literally like blocks from my house. Is the second day show still happening even though it'll be 105 outside? I have no idea, bro. I, and I don't care because I'm not going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I, I know I'm going to see Better Than Ezra and Cannons uh, Saturday night, and I'm a big fan of them. Mm-hmm. And and I just, you know, uh, have you ever listened to Cannons? Yeah, I've listened to Cannons. I know Cannons are. I think they're pretty good. They're, they've been uh, at my radio station. You can go online, and you can actually vote for what your yeah. favorite songs they're are. Like, and they're, that's like, what... they're like indie pop, I guess the best way to put it. And Better Than Ezra. I think they're more like techno relax. Music. Well, uh, indie pop. I mean, it's a uh, no, 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 like chill wave. It's chill, definitely it's techno. Not, it's not techno for sure. It's techno. It's boom. boom well, boom, that, that's the, that, that. You can see they're like trying, but they're not techno. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> right. What are you talking about, Chris? Why are you talking about music? You know what we should be talking about? Uh, boy, Jerry and Marge go large. Jerry and Marge go. Large. Uh, Jerry Marge Large, David, directed by David Frankel. You guys don't know him because he directed stuff like uh, The Devil Wears Prada. You know, he, he directed oh, that. Yeah. Uh, written by, uh, on based yeah. on the article by J- Jason F- Fagan and Brad Copeland. This stars Brian Cranston as Jerry. Do you know what would happen if I suddenly decided to stop going into work? And then we got uh, Ned Bean plays Marge. Listen, I, I really was. enjoyed the time that we've spent together, but. This has catastrophe written all over it. We got Ring Wilson as Bill. Cumberland Mills. And how did you get my resume? And Larry Wilmore as Steve. No, no, no. The last thing we should be doing is making fun of fat people right now in this time of obvious crisis. It also stars Michael McKean as Howard. Uh, also, uh, you know, better call Saul. Um, and um, uh, Jake McDormand as Doug and Camp yeah. as Dawn. Uh, and uh, yeah, a few new faces too. But why don't you go ahead and read the story on this one? Based on a true story about a couple named Jerry and Marge Shelby who win the lottery and use the money to revive their small town. Yeah, so basically the concept is that Jerry is uh, good with math and he finds a way to game the lottery uh, in the town they live in and also, you know, back in, over in New, in New England. And the, the whole movie is based on them. Basic, it's a good, it's a, it's a little feel-good movie. It is a very happy movie. Yeah. This is one of them that just makes you go, wow. Yeah, it's not going to challenge Ooh. you. It's not, it's not going to upset you in any way. It's it's very inoffensive, and it's it's cute. It's a cute movie, right? Mm-hmm. It, it is. It is, and it's a feel-good movie. Mm-hmm. It's uh, one of those movies that you're just like, um, you know, at the end of it, you're going to be like, oh, I'm happy. Everything's happy. Everything's nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's got humor, and the humor in it is really funny. Um you know, it's uh, what is the word I want to say? Um, sensual, not sensual. Um, factual, factual humor. I don't know. It, it's just like they they play off a of normal human uh, daily life and go right into it. And it, it's 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 sad at the beginning because all Jerry wants to do is be a part of society. He just wants to do something to help everybody. And everybody's just kind of like, Hey man, you need to be retired. Just be retired. Live your golden years, Jerry. And <laughs> you're in your golden years. Nobody wants to hear about how you want to, uh, 
how you're going to do this or that or blah, blah, blah. Nobody wants to hear that crud. And the, uh, man, I really love this movie because one, it, it, Brian Cranston, let's just be honest, that right. guy, he, how many awards has he won in his life already? I so mean, he's, he's the guy three, needs more. He's got three sons and they're all named Emmy. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he seriously uh, just brought it. And uh, I, I thought him and Annette Benning playing off of each other as mm-hmm. a couple uh, just worked so well. Rain Wilson then, was hilarious. Uh, Rain Wilson was great, and Larry Wilmore yeah. was a great uh, supporting actor uh, yeah, as well. Yeah. I, so, it, I mean, they each just brought it to this there, movie. There's nothing that, 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 like, um, there's nothing offensive about this movie. It's actually, it's pretty fun most of the time. It's pretty funny and sweet. And uh, I can understand, I, I I can understand people. It's like, for example, Brian Cranston said about this, that he's just like, he's just like, this is just a cute little movie that we need. You know, a cute little distraction. And he signs it. It's not going to change the world. It's not going to change your life, but it's a key movie. And that's what Brian Cranston said about Jerry Marshall Arch. And yeah, it's a, it's a little small little movie that's on Paramount Plus. We'll be watching from Paramount Plus next week, too. But um, this one right here, it's my wife we sat down not expecting to watch it. And she watched the whole thing and enjoyed it. So. I think it's yeah. It's, I mean, it's one of those movies that like they just suck you in. Like uh, my wife sat down with me and uh, she made it through most of it. Uh, she, you know, she works a lot, yeah. so it's like uh, when she got to the point, she passed out probably maybe about twenty minutes before the end. Oh yeah, yeah. and she's just like, "Hey, what happened?" <laughs> and I told her the ending of it. But yeah, it's, but, um, it's like a family friendly movie, you know? Yeah, and uh, I really have no. Uh, no criticisms of it because it's just what it is, you know. Uh, like I said, it, it, yeah, it is exactly what it is. It is. It's one of those fun go-to movies that, like, if it's on television, definitely watch it. If um you if you happen to run into it, um, you know, um, and you're like, I don't know what random movie to watch this week. Hey, if you're on Paramount Plus, go and watch this. Add it to your list for later. You know, if you don't, if you're not gonna, uh. If you can't watch it right now, you know, it's one of those movies. It's only like an hour and a half, too. Your so parents it's not like that it. long of a movie. Your parents will like it. <laughs> yeah, you're, everybody will like it. This is just like one of those, maybe not kids, you know. Yeah. It's a kids would probably be like, eh. Yeah, I mean, they, they might like Rain Wilson. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this is, a, this is a cute little movie, and it's it's worth watching. It's just, it didn't shake my world. It was just a, it was a fun thing to watch near the end of the night. You know what I mean? We sat down, watched it. Sun was still up. It's good. Oh yeah, um, I, I was a big fan of it. I was, I, I was like, man, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just nice to see Brian Cranston, but yeah. Um, do you want to go ahead and get some um, quotes on this, and we'll get a scoring? No, I don't even know what we're talking about. What are we talking about? We're talking about Jerry Marge go large. <laughs> Jerry Marge go large. Um. They're, they're not hoping to get lucky. They don't need luck. Do I like fishing? Do I? <laughs> Why do you always have... Oh, can't read that one. Uh, my pen ran out halfway. And I, oh, yeah. pen. I hate when that happens. All right. Looks like the number's written down by a crazy man on a napkin. Jerry. Jerry! Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Full house. Dude, we're playing gin. (laughs) (laughs) 
Good luck happens just as bad. It was worth the drive. You said you don't know how many weekends you have left. <laughs> I love that one. That sounds like something my parents would say to me sometimes. I know. You don't know how many weekends we have left. I know. <laughs> oh, man. Um, let's see here. I want. I wanted 40 years. I waited 40 years for it to be just us and we suck at it. What time Jeopardy on? That's not a thing, Jeff. That's not a thing, Jerry. That's not a thing. I thought a prom ends at midnight. Marriage lasts forever, and it's twenty dollars cheaper. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that reminds me, kids. If you're watching this and you're going to prom, leave prom. Go get married instead. Yeah, that's what's this. Yeah, what go get married yeah, instead. Yeah. Um, you want to hit a bong real quick? I don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> You're free to take a Red Bull for your ro- for the road, or maybe a ju- juice box. <laughs> uh, uh, it's just math, nothing personal. And the Jazz Fest is coming back, and with this win, we might actually be able to hire someone. Kale, can we hire Steely Dan? <laughs> And no, we're assholes, and that doesn't work for anyone but you. Uh, I won the jackpot before I even played. Okay, is that it? That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay, so uh, my score on this, uh, 3.6, like not as shaking, but uh, perfectly likable. Um, you, I mean, I really just don't have anything shitty to say about it. It's not, none of it's bad. It's just, it's just, yeah, it's just what it is, man. It's this cute little movie. And, it's um, 100%. I loved it. Uh, I, I vote usually on rewatchability. I think this is a very rewatchable uh, movie. Uh, so I'm going to give it a good uh, 3.8 just because I liked it. It's, it's one of those movies that if I went to somebody's house, it was on the TV, I would not be mad. Okay. You know, I would not be upset. I'd be like, yeah, oh, yeah, we can watch that. That's a good movie. Good Let's one. watch that now. Yes. Let's get naked. I don't know if I'd watch it again. Um, I've seen you don't know it. if you watch it naked? I, I mean, I watch plenty of things naked, but uh, not this. I mean, but um, no, this is fine. I, I enjoyed it. It's it's a good movie. Um, now, you give it 3.8, you give it 3.6. What is the IN score on Rotten Tomatoes for Jerry and Marge Gorge? The audience score is going to be, I'm going to say, I'm guessing this from Rotten Tomatoes, guys, if you never watched the show before. Um, I'm going to say that this has to be a good 70%. 81%. Yeah. yeah. A little bit than I get. I'm sorry, what was that? You broke up. And now, what? It's like, uh, that's a little bit higher than I thought it was going to be. Oh, you thought that'd be a little bit lower? You, thought, you said 70, so. Okay. Yeah, just because, you know, people. Yeah. So what is the critic score for Jerry and Marge Gorge? Mm, I am going to have to say 84. 62%. Oh, they went way lower. Damn. What was their senses? Uh, instead of investing in tremendously talented stars and outlandish fact-based story, Jerry and Marge Gorge gambles on a pile of cliches. Yeah, I mean, I, we all knew the story's in the end. You know, it's, I wasn't surprised by it. Uh, but it's a cute movie. Like, I don't find anything like uh, anything that that offends my critic sensibility because you know like, everyone's great in it. Like Annette Benning, Grant Cranston, 
It's a happy, good, lucky story. It's one of those stories that you're just like, man, I'm happy for them, even though it's in Michigan, which, you know, you know, it's Michigan. Yeah, it's real. It's, it's relaxing, you know? <laughs> yeah. We all know how I feel about Michigan. Anyway. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's, that's Jerry Marge Large on the Paramount Plus. You guys can check that out. Uh, we recommend it. And uh, I, I don't know if we have much else to say about it. It's, it's, it's just a little tiny. No, I mean, it's, it's, it's a very straightforward movie, man. I, I, I don't know what you can say more I don't know. No, it's like, it's like, it's, it's just there. You know, it's fine. It's there. It's a good movie. It, it'll make you happy. At the end of the movie, you'll be like, I feel like something good in the world happened. Yeah, and if I had a complaint, it's just that it plays it safe. And that, that, that's not that's the type of movie that needs to take risks. You know what I mean? Like, like it's just there. So yeah, it's not like it's not like it changed the world last night, mm-mm. but it tried. It tried a lot. It was like yeah, yeah. Well, um, right, yeah. Brian Cranston's out there promoting it. Good for him. Uh, but uh, Brian Cranston can do it. Well, every time he pops up in a movie, I'm like yeah, yeah. You're like oh, he's in it. I definitely want to see it. So, I mean, that was my selling point to Leah. I was like, hey, uh, Brian Cranston is just like cool. I guess. <laughs> I like watch it now. Sorry, you get news? Um, are you a huge Brian Cranston fan before Breaking Bad, or were you like after? I like Malcolm. I like him to Malcolm. Malcolm Mills. How you know? Like that was probably my favorite role we did before Breaking Bad. Was how Malcolm in the Middle? Are you Malcolm in the Middle? I'm ready to hear news. Why are you ready to hear news? I mean, because because uh, do you have news? Or are you still pulling it up? And that's where you're t- that's where you're stalling. I don't know what you're talking about at this point, bro. I'm just doing things. I'm doing whatever I can do to satisfy the world of everything in the world that we are in. This is the Movies Don't Suck and Something News. I'm going to tell Chris a bunch of stuff. He's going to like hearing it. If not, he's just going to ignore me the whole time. Yeah, so should should I go make a sandwich or something? No. Okay. Right, uh, you, you should get a Kleenex for this first one, man. Okay. Uh, this past week, one of the most legendary comic book artists of all time passed away. Uh, Tim Sale, who did The Long Halloween, which most of the new Batman movies are based off of. I got it right there. Mm-hmm. Um he passed away this past at the age of 66 years old. Now he not only did the long um, Halloween, uh, he, he worked in so many different comics. He did stuff for Marvel. Uh, Christopher Nolan took his, you know, his ideas from uh, Tim cell comic books. Uh, so did Matt Reeves for the Batman. Uh, he also worked on daredevil, Spider-Man, Hulk, um, Catwoman went in Rome, which is one of my wife's favorite. I actually have an autograph, uh, Tim Cell went in Rome, Catwoman that hangs on my wall. Um, he's one of my favorite artists and he's just classically, it, it, not just his stories, but it, it, if you get a chance, go check, check out Tim Cell's work. I mean, he, Tim Cell is one of my favorites of all time. So please go, uh, find him and, and read some comic books just to keep the guys, you know, yeah. Um, you know Spirit the guy's uh, yeah. legacy alive. Yeah. Now, this one you're gonna love because I know you're all about the academy. 
I mean, not you're really. a huge fan of the Academy. Not really, but yeah. Yeah, you are. You are the hugest fan of the Academy. Uh, today, there has been um, eleven people have turned out. Twelve new elected people have now become Film Academy governors. Did they say who they are? Isn't that a lot? That's a lot of people. Yes, uh, Marley Matlin, uh-huh. Jason Rittman, oh, Jason, Jason Bloom. Jason Bloom of Bloom yeah, House, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris Haggis, Megan Colligan, Paul DeBeckett, Marlon West, Peter Devlin, Nancy Richardson, Dion Bebby, uh, Richard Hicks, and Missy Parker. Uh, also, uh, Ruthie Carter, Donna Gilati, Howard Berger, and Eric Roth. Oh, Eric Roth. Yeah, when Eric Roth. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Neil Blackwood and Chris Rowan. Is that on there too? Yeah, yeah, no, no, they didn't allow us in. I threw I, I gave them our names, man, and they're just like, no, screw you guys. Screw you guys. Uh but yeah, so I mean Jason Bloom is now, so maybe we'll see some Bloom House. This is kidding. I mean he does I mean get out did get like a lot of nominees yeah, a couple yeah. years ago. That's so like a, that's, I can understand why they put him in there. That's the they gave him legitimacy, but I think that horror itself is actually starting to come up higher in like lists. I think it's people are actually seeing it as a legitimate genre now before they were seeing is not something to pay attention to, but in these past, I don't know, four or five years, it's been something people are actually paying attention to. And that makes, that makes me happy. Yeah. I mean, I, I can't, I, I, that's awesome. I just can't wait to see how the voting goes now that you got more weird people in independent, <laughs> Yeah, you know, in it. All right, let's see. The Hunger Games prequel movie adds Euphoria's Hunter Scarfer. Uh, she, uh, gosh dang it, who does she play on? Um, she plays one of the main characters on freaking uh, Euphoria, and I can't even remember. It, it's the one that dates uh, Zendaya on the show. Let me see if I can find her, find her name real quick. Yeah, here, no, Jules. She plays Jules, which had a two-parter during the pandemic, whereas uh, Zendaya's character had her own, and then uh, and Jules had her own. Um, she is now going to be part of the um, Hunger Games prequel, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. She is going to be playing Tigris Snow, uh, cousin and confidant to Clarina uh, Snow, who advises him from his role as mentor to the core of his moral compass. So that's going to be cool. I I'm saw, down. I saw the teaser. I like her. I found, She's I found, cool. I saw a teaser for that. I mean, before a year, you know? Nice. Was it good? The teaser, I just Did saw it. out with it? There was, it was just, it was just there. It wasn't even like, uh, you didn't see any footage. It was just sort of like showing like the, that it's coming in 2023 at some point. So, whatever. Um, yep. Now, Hercules yeah, what, is what, the next animated movie. What? Oh, so they do, Disney's doing a live for the action Hercules movie? Yep. They should have Danny DeVito come back. Right? Yeah, the the uh, the next live action animated uh, movie version of an animated movie is Disney's the only Guy Ritchie. He's directing it. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I'll see that. What do you think about that? I mean, it's crazy. Huh? Yeah? Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay, Guy Ritchie, cool. 
rumored to play Hades in the new Hercules movie is the one, the only, probably one of the greatest actors of this generation, of the last 30, 40 years, Mr. Bruce Campbell. I support this wholeheartedly. I want, I want to see Devil. I want to see Devil. <laughs> Guy Ritchie directing Bruce Campbell. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, come on. Who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Who so, doesn't uh, want to I see support that, that wholeheartedly. I'm already, I'm already down. <laughs> um, this next thing, um, Thor and uh, Thor of Love and Thunder mm-hmm. have now made Chris Hemsworth the actor to redo a comic book character more than anyone else in that has the most time playing a single character. Oh, so he's he's now okay. So this Thor, he's been more Thor than anyone else has been a comic book hero in the movie. Yeah, okay. He's more that than he was in any. He'd just be Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. <laughs> Hugh Jackman had was winning. Well, yeah. uh, I mean, I like Hugh Chris... Jackman was winning with uh with Wolverine. Yeah, but I I, I like uh. Worth quite a bit, so good for, good for him. Yes, so he has appeared more as Thor than Hugh Jackman ever appeared as yeah, when's, Wolverine. When's extraction, when's extraction 2 coming out? That's what I want to know. Heck if I know. Heck if I know, dude. That, that's not in my news thing. Okay. But uh, a company that you respect. Sorry, I just spilled my beer. Uh, a company that you highly respect. Are you ready for this? This is yeah. going to be awesome. Look, my beer is like weird. Yeah. But um, a company you respect is about to get into the wrestling business. What, what company do I respect? A24 is about to put a movie out called The Iron Claw featuring Zac Efron of uh, Film based on the Von Erics, which you should know about at least. I'm sure you heard that name. I've heard Von Erics before. The Von Von Erics? Yeah, I've heard of them. You never heard of the Von Erics? No, I've heard the names. Yeah, you should because, yeah, they're like the biggest wrestling legends of all time from the state of Texas. And it is the most fucked up story of, of wrestling family of all time. Not a single one of those. The guy had like five sons. One of them is still alive. The other four all died some fucked up way. So they're cursed, is what you're saying? Yeah, it was it, it was considered the Von Erich curse. Uh, it was like, uh, I mean, one of them, like, literally drove his Jeep into the middle of the field and blew his brains out. Yeah, yeah. That, that, like, it, it's really, yeah. <laughs> That's rough, dude. <laughs> it is. Several members of the group died by suicide or other tragic means. Von Erich family history is so sketchy that some believe they were cursed. Literally, that's what it okay. says right here. That's yeah. that's Zac so Efron's playing one of them. Get their own. Okay. Zach Efron's playing one of them. They don't tell you which one yet, but now listen to this. I got a couple of these for this week, and it's kind of funny and it's kind of weird. So first, we're going to start with the lower one. Johnny Depp's Edward Scissor Edward Scissorhands prop. One of his scissor hands just went to off. He thought it was going to get about twenty to thirty thousand dollars. How much do you get sold for? I'm going to guess 550000 No, no, not that high. Okay. It was only $81,000. $81,000, one of Johnny Depp's hands from Edward Scissorhands. Now, at another auction last week, 
one of the X-Wing fighter model planes yeah, yeah. used to film Star Wars A New Hope went at auction. How much do you think that went for? They thought it was going to go for, let me look at it. They thought it was going to go to maybe 500000 How much do you think it sold for? And yes, go up on this one. $1.2 It went for $2.3 million. Jesus Christ. That's a lot of money, man. I, I, like when you get that, what do you? Yeah. When you, when you get it sent to you, or when you pick it up, like do you put it? Would you put it in like a display case in your house? Like where do you keep it? You know what I mean? Like like where do you put it? Like, I don't, I, like, it has to be in a vault, right? <laughs> you can't you can't pay two point three million dollars for an X wing from New Hope. It has to be in like a glass case yeah. that has an alarm yeah, yeah. and lasers. Uh, and yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep it in like like the most secure house, but you can't just have it in a vault and not. Not be able to view it, you know what I mean? It's got to be there. Uh, it's, it's weird, yeah, dude. I'm just saying, I, I, I can't buy, I, I'm not, I don't know that kind of money. Yeah. I don't, yeah. you know, that kind of money is just like money. I don't but, have. But, yeah, you know, I buy something for 2.3 million dollars, I'm going nowhere near it ever. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna, <laughs> like, sp- if I get uh, had 2.3 million dollars, I'd be like, I'm not spending any of this money because I want to hold on to it as long as I can. But then I was like, yeah, 2.3, let's do it. <laughs> All right, right. are you ready for this? Another 1980s movie is getting turned into a Broadway musical. Okay. And I'm telling you right now, it's Back to the Future is hitting Broadway 2023. Yeah, I think I've heard about this, but uh, I mean, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, I guess we can see it. I'm just saying... I'm going to say this and this alone. There's two songs that better be on that musical Broadway play. Okay. Power of Love. If it's Power of Love. And, uh, and Johnny Be Good. Back in time. Uh, you know. Back in time. Yeah. Oh, Johnny Be Oh, Johnny. Yeah, Johnny Be Good. Okay, so three songs. Uh, okay. Yeah. And those three songs are in it. I'm upset. Okay. <laughs> My nerd rage is coming out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I, I'd watch uh, that. I definitely like to see right. that. All right, Kevin's returning to, I, dude. Who? How can you want to go see? I don't even, I go see even if those songs were in a minute. To the love Back to the Future, the best trilogy, one of all trilogies of all time. Sure. Yeah, I go. I go. I go with them because the trilogies for sure. But I mean, but if we're talking about the best trilogy though, like it's the Lord of the Rings, right? No, it's not Lord of the Rings to you. Of course it is, right? Like. The best trilogy of all time is Lord of the Rings. No, it's Star Wars. No, well, we're talking. Well, that's a that's a nine movie thing. I'm talking about trilogies, just things that only three movies. Well, now it is, but the original trilogy yeah, okay. was three movies. Okay, fine, fine, fine. It's the original trilogy. Okay, all right, all right, all right. the original trilogy. Okay, Indiana Jones. Fuck, man. I don't know, but uh, Lord of the Rings. I'd go with Lord of the Rings. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Kevin Costner is returning to what made him the money years ago. Kevin Costner is returning to the Western movies. Because oh. everybody knows that uh, Kevin Costner was discovered as of Dances with Wolves, yeah. which was a Western. Yeah. This movie, Horizon, four parts. It'll be four Western movies, each one of them over two and a half hours long. You can't wait, can you? Can't wait, huh? I'm like, it sounds like we're work. gonna see all four of them, bro. It's, all four of them. It sounds like so much work. I'm like, 
Oh, this one again. It, it is work. That's, that, that's good. And we're going to watch it all. <laughs> and what's sitting? No, it's until it all come out. We'll be like, I spent yeah, nine hours gonna be, watching. It's going to be. Go ahead. <laughs> all right, man. It'll be the first direct. Uh, it'll be Costner's first directorial project uh, since uh, 2003's Open Range. Okay. I'll watch that. I mean, we got Yeah. To, yeah. Your favorite, your favorite series growing up, your favorite series growing up is getting a reboot. What what, what series is that? Spy Kids is getting a reboot. Dude, why do you think I was way too With, old for Spy Kids? Uh, Gina Rodriguez. Yeah. No, dude, you dude, you got Spy Kids clothes that you wear. I, I saw do not them. have Spy Kids. You got a Spy Kids shirt on one day. No, I don't. <laughs> do you got Spy Kids underwear? I know you uh-huh. do. Tell people. I don't. I don't want. The, I think you're trying to embarrass me in front of the listeners, dude. I don't. I don't. I don't have that shit. <laughs> yeah, you do. You got a Spy Kids three tattoo. Spy Kids three D on your shoulder. Yeah, maybe. I mean, Robert Rodriguez. <laughs> anyway, uh, Gina Rodriguez, Zachary Levy, mm-hmm. Elvira Gargala, and Connor Esterson will be joining the cast. They are all in on this. And, of course, the writer and creator of Spy Kids will be directing and writing this one. Robert Rodriguez will be returning. Yeah. So, uh, hey, all right. let's see how it goes. Yeah. I'll give it a try. Okay. Um, this week, uh, Paul Walker will be getting a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Rest in peace, Paul Walker. So his uh, contributions in the series of the, uh, you know, Fast and the Furious series. I mean, there's other good Paul Walker movies, but that that was the one that made him famous. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's 24 names that will be added to the, the famous area this year, Paul Walker being one of them, Uma Thurman, uh, John Farrafoe, Bill Pullman, Vince Vaughn are some of the other names as okay. well. So I thought Vince Vaughn was right on there. That's a really cool. Right? I thought he was too, mm-hmm. but that's what they say. It's a, I'm just reading what it says here, man. Okay. Well, yeah. Jason Bloom has been trying to buy the rights to Nightmare on Elm Street because he has Robert England convinced to come back to play Freddy Cougar you one would, more time. You'd be happy about that one. She'd be like, let's fucking go see it, right? I, I would. I love. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. I, like... It goes, I could make him come back. I know I can get him to come back. I mean, Ellen Purston was 87. I got her to come back into Exorcist again. <laughs> He's 75. He's still very young. <laughs> and you know what? I would love to see it. I, I'm Freddy Cougar. Bring him back, man. Do it. Have you ever met Robert England? Is- Kristen Bell, officially. Go ahead. Have you ever met Robert England? He's been at cons before, right? Yeah, but I've never been at a crease at. So, oh. no, I've not met the, the lovely Robert England. Okay. He seems like a very awesome dude, though. All right. Kristen Bell has officially announced Frozen 3 is coming. Yeah! Let it go. Let it go. Uh, we let the franchise go, right? Like, like yeah. I, I mean, Frozen, fine. We saw the second one. I mean, just Frozen 1, 2. I mean, I don't know. When it comes to uh, Frozen 3... I mean, cool. When the, 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 it's just a, yeah, yeah. fine. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Whatever. I really have no thoughts on Frozen. <laughs> You're like, it's just fine. It's just fine. Yeah. Bobby Brown 
has been replaced with Lucasfilm to play in Star Wars, and everybody has an idea of what they think she might be playing. Young Leia. Who do you think she might be playing? An Ewok, right? Young Leia, oh, young yeah, yeah, yeah. Princess Leia. Way to go. That's really <laughs> an Ewok. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what Princess Leia did to those Ewoks all that time that she was there before they all got there. We don't. A lady we just saw a couple weeks ago in the movie uh, Crimes of the Time. Crimes of the Future. Uh, Leah Sadoks. Is that how you say it? Uh, so Sadox? it's Crimes of the Future and it's Leah Sadu. Crimes of the Future. What was her name? Leah Sadu. Sadu. Okay. She will be playing Lady Margaret in Dune Part 2. All about it. Yeah. <laughs> All about she it. She got the gig. Uh, All I'm, about it. I'm just waiting for Dune Part 2. And last but not least. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I want. I mean, I've watched Dune Part One like four times now. Yeah, I told I was telling my wife today about like, uh, her. Uh, I, I was telling her about her her uh, movie crush or like her her celebrity crush, and it it's just um mm-hmm. when, it's just when Oscar Isaac was naked in Dune. <laughs> That's what uh, her celebrity crush is. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Just sploosh, you know. And last but not least for this week in the movies don't suck and something to do news, Deadpool three writers say that they are writing a fish out of water story for the MCU sequel. It said they said I think it's present. I think it presents a wonderful opportunity for a fish out of water. Deadpool is a lunatic at the center of a movie. Usually, the lunatics are supporting characters and the protagonists are responsible reasonably sane our movies flipped to drop a lunatic in a very sane world it's straight butter it's going to be really really fun i can't wait to see that fucking finally i want to pull three badly so thanks i'm looking forward to it um, yes yes and- uh, oh man and that's it that's the movies don't suck and something in new That's the MTDS news. Yes, I get Chris information, and it all goes through one ear and comes out the other. He won't even remember it next week. Now, let's move into the future. Light years ahead with Lightyear. Oh, sorry. Um, yeah. Um, so um, so yeah. Uh, I, Lightyear. Are you drunk, dude? No, not I'm not drunk. I think there's Are you a drunk? delay. Um, you but look like you're drunk, dude. Are you drunk? No, I actually just been drinking. I dropped it. Didn't touch alcohol last seven podcasts. So. But um, mm. sorry. We should do some shots. I'm Let's good. do some shots. Shots, 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 shots. Everybody. So anyway. uh, directed, uh, like you're directed by Angus McLean. Uh, he's directed stuff like the. He's he's worked on a bunch of Marvel stuff, or not Marvel stuff, Pixar stuff. Uh, he directed um, Finding Dory, his co-director, and a bunch of a few of the shorts like Bernie, Toy Story, the Toy Story of Terror, that sort of stuff. Um, but um. Yeah, he directed this whole thing, uh, Lightyear, uh, written by uh, Jason Headley, Angus McLean, Matthew Aldrich. This stars Chris Evans as the titular Buzz Lightyear. I got beat up in that alley. Uh, we got Kiki Palmer as Izzy Hawthorne. You know that feeling where everything feels right, where you don't have to worry about tomorrow. Uh, also, we got uh, Taika Watiti as Mo Morrison. Let me ask you a question. Okay. You love Kentucky Fried Chicken, right? Um, also, uh, James Rowan as Zerg. Yes. Uh-huh. 
Yes, I understand. Also, we had um, Dale Souls as Darby Steele, Uza Aduba as Alicia Hawthorne, uh, Marty McDonald Lewis as Ivan, Isaiah Willow as Camander Burnside, Angus McLean as Eric, uh, Bill Hader as Feathering Him Stan, and uh, Aaron Efren Ramirez as Aaron Diaz. Uh, why don't you go ahead and read the storyline for this one? While spending years attempting to return home, Maroon Space Ranger Buzz Lightyear encounters an army of ruthless robots commanded by Zerg who are attempting to steal his fuel source. Perfect. Um, so this is this movie is basically the story of Buzz Lightyear, the actual character, not the toy, but Buzz Lightyear. Yeah. And that's 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 and even at the beginning of the movie, it even states. Uh, actually, one of my quotes is that it says, "In 1995, a boy named Andy got his toy from his favorite movie. This is that movie." So the reason and, why they cast Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear, not uh, not uh, Tim, Tim Allen. Allen, is because Buzz Lightyear, it, Tim Allen is Buzz Lightyear the toy. He uh, yes. The, the acting he did was based on the fact is that, that the, where the backlash is coming from yeah, on yeah. this movie. Some of it. So that, the, and, the, and that and the same sex couple, I guess, yeah, is yeah, the two yeah. things that everybody yeah. has a problem with. Yeah, but so they're saying like, well, they're saying, well, we cast Chris Evans because Tim Allen plays Buzzley as a toy, and he knows he's toys. That's what his performance is based on that fact. So they recast Chris Evans to Buzzley in the movie because he's not the toy; he's Buzzley, you know, in this. So I. I, I understand it, but I don't necessarily need, need didn't need to do that. Really, I think they just had to come back and do it. Um, maybe right. What do you? What are your thoughts on it? I mean, we we all like. I like Chris Evans. I like Chris Evans as the light here. So uh, to be honest, uh, Tim Allen. I mean, to be honest, I love Tim Allen. His acting, yeah, his yeah. comedy. <laughs> That's what that uh, let's, yeah. let's, just, let's just clear, clear any personal issues in between there. I'm not, you know, but yeah. I, I'm not going to support any of that stuff that he said any of those times. Yeah. But anyway, uh, but uh, his voice acting, I'm a big fan of him as Buzz Lightyear, the, the toy. But the thing is, when you get older, the older you get, the your timber voice sounds a little yeah. bit different. Yeah. yeah. And uh, believe me, I know that because you can go back a few years ago and my freaking voice sounded like I was 12. Um, so, like, I still sound 12, <laughs> so it's okay. <laughs> but, yeah. Uh, but, uh, no, man, like, uh, so, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally get why some people are upset. But at the same time, I think Chris Evans knocked it out of the park. He sounded great. He, to be honest, come on, he's Captain America. Who, who's better to play Buzz Lightyear, a space commander who takes charge? Than Captain Freaking America. So I have my issues with this movie. What's your issues with you? So, this so movie? first off, I was kind of pissed off. There was no short at the beginning of this. No what? Short. No Pixar short. Yeah, there was. No, there. Well, I didn't see one. How? What time did you get there? I, I got there like before the preview started. Yeah, I was. I was watching well, a short. What was the short? Um, I don't know. I walked in halfway into it. Um. I don't know. Maybe maybe it was a maybe it was a preview, and I, I thought it was a short. Okay, because I missed like I was waiting for the short before the movie. I'm like, oh yeah, I guess the movie's just starting now. Because <laughs> I, I got there, I got there before the movie stuff, before preview started, and all that. So I didn't see a short, and if they, I missed it, I mean, I'm I'm kind of kind of salty about that. But I'm not I'm not throwing shit at it for that. Um, so, wasn't some, something that Marvel does not Marvel Pixar does really well 
Is your cat screaming outside your window? Yeah, he just came <laughs> showed up at the window. Uh, you keep talking. I'll go get him real quick. Okay. Disney does and Pixar so does really well. So what Pixar does really well is they are good at listening motion. Like like every movie that I've seen by Pixar, most of them, I've they squeezed a tear out of me. Uh, Toy Story three, I cried like three or four times. I cried Toy Story four. I cried most of their movies, but to me, this movie does not have those moments that. I think that Pixar is so good at, like I I felt it's it's an exciting movie. It's a guy a lot of action, but I really think it's lacking heart. I really think that it's not it's not doing what they do best, and that 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 kind of bugs me. I understand that it's a movie for light years, it's supposed to be exciting, and you know Space Rangers and all that shit. But I didn't get the heart in it, and that's what I missed from from this movie. And to me, it's for that reason, I I, I didn't I didn't really. I didn't hate this movie. It's it's likable. It's fun, but I don't get the connection that I expected from a Pixar film. You know, you know, um, one hundred percent. I mean, I got the heart. I got it. Like, well, I mean, because there, there's a part where time keeps yeah, but, going, but, but, but that was like I, that was like thirty seconds long. That whole part, like, I like, yeah. And and so like, I I don't. I'm not trying to shit on it, man, because I did like a lot of this movie. But it, it it just doesn't in in the pantheon of amazing Pixar movies, this doesn't do it for me in the way that I think it should. You know, like I do because uh, one, we got some twists and turns. Yeah, we got we got an epic, epic, epic twist that was epic because mm. it was epic. There's a twist that was very epic. I was into but, it. I liked the movie. It's just like again, it's not to me. It's not like. It doesn't stand out to me, and yeah, I mean, um, to be honest, this was a, uh, this was a good sci-fi movie. Yeah. I liked it. I liked the actors. I liked the uh, the story it told, mm-hmm. and I liked like the little hidden gems all throughout mm-hmm. it that you find as you go through the movie, yeah. or like as they, they talk about things, and you're yeah. like, oh, yeah. I see what you did uh-huh. there, you know. Yeah. Um, but man, um, and let's just talk about. How close Tiki's uh, Taika? I'm sorry, Taika. Taika. Taika's character looked to him. Yeah, yeah, it was the same person. <laughs> same person. Was like, <laughs> I was just like, that is hilarious. As soon as he starts, talk, that's going to be Taika. That's going to be good. And and as soon as he starts starts talking, I was like, yep. And I didn't even know he was in the movie until you know I saw the character. By the way, I want to mention that the 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 same sex kiss. I I I barely noticed it. Like I was like, okay, yeah, she's a lesbian, whatever, and people are fucking furious about it. What's the deal? Well, I mean, I I, I don't want to touch on all that Republican conservatives or fucking assholes thing, but you know they are man. Um, it's one hundred percent like like it, it's just you know I don't know whatever that is. It's a, it's something. But, uh, I, but the thing is, it's not anything I thought about. I just thought that's cool and that's it. And everyone else yeah. like. Everyone else is like losing their like at least uh, on the right. It's uh, the devil. It's losing the devil, their fucking Bobby. mind. Bobby Boucher is the <laughs> devil. <laughs> Everything's the devil to you, mama. Yeah, but um, <laughs> but uh, um, you know, I really like this movie. I was uh, you know, again, I will have to agree with you. It is not. It's not up. It's not. You know, Wally. it's not. It's not Toy Story. Wally. Three. It's not. It's not those classic. It's not a classic Pixar. It's not going to be. The one we think about tomorrow. It's better but, than it's better than Luca. I'll say that. 
Yeah. I was, <laughs> you, well, you weren't a fan of Luca, even yeah. though it won Oscars and Luca shit. Luca did not win the um, Oscars, dude. Yeah, it did. Luca? No, it didn't. Yeah, it did. Luca did not win anything. Yeah, it did. It won an Oscar. No. I'm, I'm, okay, keep going. I'm, I'm going to prove you wrong, but keep going. But anyway, um, so, like... What I liked about this movie was it did tell the story of a character because we've all been interested on where Buzz Lightyear came from in the original Toy Story. Do I wish that story was told years ago? Like years and years and years and years and years and years ago. I do. It was nominated, but it didn't win, by the way. That's why I said it won. Anyway. (laughs) um, So, yeah. uh, This was still a very good movie. I I liked... uh, the, the energy of it and stuff like that. But the deep part of it, I mean, we got, you know, we did get like this sad portrayal of something that happens that I wish we could have spent a little more time on. But I mean, how much, how long is this movie? Hour and 40 minutes. One hour and 40 minutes. All right. So when did you go? When did you go see this movie? I saw it on Tuesday. No, Monday. I saw Monday. What time? I saw it Monday at uh, six, 6.15. Cool. How many kids were in there? Not a lot. Okay. So in my movie theater, <laughs> probably 40 kids. Oh, my God. Little, little kids, too. Because I, I decided for some dumb reason yeah. to go during the day at, like, 10 a.m., 11 a.m. Yeah. And it was, like, moms taking their or babysitters taking, like, yeah. a shit ton of kids to the movies in the middle of the day. And, um... You know, they're kids. They're trying to be quiet, though. I, okay, I respect good. that. But it's an hour and forty minutes already, and they're probably bur- they're probably just bursting with energy, like just one yes. around. Yeah. So you have to you got to understand that this is a movie for kids. Yeah. I yeah. mean, so if you've made it like even ten minutes longer, that's ten more minutes these kids are going to lose, you know, faith in it or whatever, so- especially. Especially on a dialogue of emotional depth between two coworkers, you know. Yeah. Also, I mean, like, you know, did you think- I, I get that it's missing the heart of what, like, Up and um, you know the others have soul, you know, stuff like that. I'm just saying, like, like those are those are for kids too. <laughs> like, like, like all these like Pixar is good at making movies that uh, appeal to all ages. And Lightyear, I mean, it's fine. It's a sci-fi movie, which is really what it is—a science fiction film. But again, like, like when it comes to Pixar, to me, it's not the best Pixar, and not by a long shot. But no, it's in the top five, but not the best. You know, top five? Are you kidding me? Yeah, dude. It's like what? What? Number one's Cars. We can all admit that. <laughs> okay, now you're fucking uh, with me. <laughs> number two is Inside Out. Uh, I like Inside Out. No, no, number three is Up. Uh, number four is, uh, the good dinosaur. What's that? The good dinosaur. There's a dinosaur movie. Yeah. The good, yeah. It was, that was almost exclusive for children. Like, like we, yeah, but uh, onward, onward is the next one. <laughs> on, and then, um, Cars Monsters 2. University and Toy Story 2. <laughs> I like Toy Story 2. That order. Okay. But, um, no, uh, this is. Well, we're, and look, way in the back is like that Wally crap, the Incredibles, that fuck monster. <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. That's not what I'd like. What if you were like right now? If you were to say your top three Pixar movies, what's the top three off the top of your head? Wally, 
Inside Out, and fuck, Toy Story 3. You think Toy Story 3 is better than Up? Ooh. Let's switch, let's switch out uh, Inside Out with Up. Let's do that. It'll be Wally Up and then Toy Story 3. Yeah. I'd have to go. Um, I like Wally because it didn't use words. It's all visual. I mean, for, you know for, for most of it. Yeah. Yeah. That was it. I'm a big visual grammar guy, so I was into that Wally quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, then um, I would have to say Up. I love Up. Up yeah. is just such a good movie. That's I love so watching good. Up every Correct. time I can. And, um, man, t- yeah, I'd have to go with your Toy Story 3, too. Dude, What's I, your favorite I, short from Pixar movies? If, if you had to pick a Pixar short. There was a short before Soul that had to do with a, uh, a Pitbull, and that was my Yeah, yeah so I, I remember that one. That, that, yeah. one, that one really uh, touched me. I have a, I have a little... touch you? Uh, in the heart. Um, but uh, It's called Kitbull. Yeah, Kipple. You know, um, yeah, because because I got a little pit, pit mix here, and he's he's my favorite. But um, uh, mine is the 1997 one, uh, Geary's Game, where the man plays himself in oh, chess. Yeah. Oh, I love that one. That's one of my favorite shorts of all but time. But the problem is, I didn't see a short for this. Maybe it's on. Maybe it's yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's on Disney Plus. But I don't think I don't think there was a short. I'm going to be 100 percent honest. But the voice acting was good. The yeah. storyline was great. Um. It just needed, like me and Chris said, it just needed a little more heart. So uh, let's do some um, quotes and uh, get her done on this one. Okay. I mean, we're, yeah, okay. Let's do that. Well, is there anything else you want to touch on? Oh, I, I, it looked great. It really looked great. Like It, like, it looked great. The visual looked great. And it was a sad story, yeah. uh, to be honest. I mean, and then the twist in the movie, you know. Oh, and let's talk about fucking socks for a second. Okay, yeah, I love socks. socks. I, how we never heard of this character before? Uh, Buzz Lightyear's pet cat. You know, like this dude socks was like the pimp daddy of the movie. Like um, Buzz Lightyear would not be alive today if it wasn't for socks. We, I, I want a real socks. I want to be able to have a socks to, to buy. Honestly, yeah, dude, I would get rid of my cats right now for socks. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think we would have problems with getting rid of our cats, but yeah, yeah, you know, socks is awesome. I'd love to have socks and my cats yeah. fight each other for whoever gets to stay. Mm-hmm. Which socks would win because he has a laser? Oh, that's true. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah, he's got shit. He's got shit that can fuck you up. Um, but yeah, this is a, yeah. I mean, okay, yeah, you got some quotes. So we'll do some quotes and we're going this. This suit is one promise to the universe that you will protect it. Everyone, back to the turn up. We're not calling it that. I'm Buzz Lightyear, and I'm always sure. My mission is to help you, and I will finish my mission. He override my override. Beep, beep, boop, 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 beep, beep, boop. I love that so much. Congratulations, Buzz. That was terrifying, and I regret joining you. (laughs) Kill the robots and don't die. Don't die is something you don't want to do daily. Is that really an objective? (laughs) I do this, and they shave time off my sentence. I learned so much on the inside, though. (laughs) This is definitely against my parole. I'm going to dance with Mr. Boom. 
this is a new now that has never happened. If you're not going to be me, then you're not going to be anyone. Wow, I have no idea. Oh, there we go. We need to surrender. I'm not giving up. Neither am I. Well, it's about to get real. My weapon is... I can't read that. Okay. Dark, yeah. You know, dark theater. Yeah. I got off on good. I got off on good behavior, not good attitude. And, of course, the one, the only, we all can say it together, to Dude. infinity... And beyond. <laughs> uh, if you guys uh, go see this in theaters, just make sure you wait till the very, very, very end. There are three post credit scene. Uh, so if you guys, oh, well, there's a there's a mid credit, then two end scenes. Yeah, yeah. Like so, stick to the very end. Like yeah, yeah. Wait, wait till the people are waiting at the edge of the aisle, waiting to clean up the theater. Wait till they almost walk in. Uh, so yeah. Uh, so uh, once what's your score in this? I give me a score on on the last one first. So what's your score on Lightyear? Now that you made me rethink about it, about 3.7. I think it's a good movie. It was fun. Um, I mean, I'll rewatch it sometime in life, I'm sure. Yeah. But um, I'm not going to rush to rewatch it. Yeah, I'm, I'm the same with you. Like, a lot of people really like it. I just don't think it didn't measure up to Pixar's best. So, uh, I mean, they, they got tons of shit coming out. They'll, they'll, they'll do they'll do good on us. So, I'm going to run to me. What is the audience score for Lightyear? 71. 85%. And there's also audience nice. says, as the audience says, it says, even if it, doesn't, uh, even if it doesn't quite measure up to Toy Story, Lightyear is offers an entertaining, although somewhat complicated, origin story for the beloved title character. Okay. Yeah. Now, what's the Big Bad Mean Critic score for Lightyear? Mm, 62. 76. Oh, really? Yeah. Lightyear settles for being a rather conventional origin story instead of reaching for the stars, but this gorgeously animated adventure ably accomplishes its mission of straightforward fun. This is a fun movie, so that has it that is going very forward. fun. Yeah, and like I mean, it's, it's not awful, you know. I mean, it, it's a good movie. I'm just not rushing out to get a Lightyear tattoo. Yeah, and I, I don't know if it's gonna bring new kids into it. Like, uh, kids obviously love Toy Story; they have to. I mean, it's something brought up with, but it's it's mid level Pixar. It's not it's not top tier, you know, and it it didn't get didn't hit me in the feels like I wanted. I want more feeling, and it seemed to me be missing that. I mean, I'm just uh, old and cynical, but you know, I didn't get. You the, are old and cynical. Oh, maybe okay. <laughs> no, no, you really are. You're cynical. You're a cynical, evil man. Yeah, I I hate everything. Nihilistic too. You're, you're the kind of guy that stands, sits on his porch just waiting for someone to walk in his lawn so you can be like, get off my Get off my lawn! Not a my lawn! Get off my grass! Yeah, that's exactly my accent, too. Um, mm-hmm. It's your Texas accent, yes. Are you waiting? Uh, you know what we're watching next week, right? Uh, yes, we are going to watch Beavis and Butthead do the universe. Yeah. And we got to watch Elvis, man. I mean, it is only about, you know one of the greatest performers of all time and got that has Tom Hanks. In it. Yeah. Me and me and Neil are going to also do the black phone. Don't worry about that. We're, I wanted to do it. Yeah, first. We'll get to it, but Elvis is the big one. Let's just be honest. I, me and Neil have this bet sort of going on. I think that, that, uh, that, um, he th- he's pretty sure Elvis will outperform 
The black phone? I think they'll be neck and neck, honestly. I don't. I know. Elvis. <laughs> I know you don't. But uh, uh you know why I don't? Why? Okay, this is this is it. You ready? Yeah. How many people have watched Elvis? Listen to Elvis. Still listen to Elvis. How many people I mean, but do you think kids today like now like now like Elvis? No, but uh how many people in your hometown go out and uh see movies during the week? During the week? I, I mean I, I don't know. I don't I, I don't mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. Okay, so Okay. I mean, right now, Elvis has already got uh, 27 million in. Okay. Let's let's look at the black phone. Let's look at the black phone. And the black phone has 51,254. Okay, well, we'll see what happens, man. It's still the weekend. Let's do it again one more time. It opened up, it opened today. Yeah, both of them. They've had one showing a piece, maybe. <laughs> yeah, and Elvis is already kicking its ass. All right, man. Well, okay. it's fucking Elvis, All right. dude. All right. uh, you know what's more American than Elvis? Apple pie. That's no, the else. American flag, and that's fucking it, bro. Uh, There's nothing more all-American American than a guy who never wrote any of his own songs. And stole black people's music? Yes. <laughs> it's everywhere. Uh, but, uh, yeah, uh, Elvis, we're seeing it. Boz Lerman directed it. They got an Australian dude who makes uh, bombastic, fucking loud, maximalist movies to do Elvis. And uh, I, I'm, I'm knowing Boz Lerman, his stuff's not exactly grounded in reality. So I imagine this movie like a fever dream is an actual, like, a, a uh, to the, by, by the numbers biopic. You know what I mean? I think it'll be great, dude. Yeah, well, it's got Tom Hanks in it. I'm, I'm seeing it Thursday. I'm seeing it. Uh, Friday, so tomorrow. It's, I don't know when I'll see it because yeah, you're busy. It's two hours and forty minutes long. So yeah, dude, there's a four hour cut of it. Man, we'll see it. <laughs> there's a four hour cut of this movie. The director has already put it out. It was I had it in my new segment, uh, but I didn't want to talk about it yet. Yeah, because we're talking. I was just gonna week. add. I was just gonna add that information for next week. Well, for people who listen all the way to the end, I don't know if they're going to, but do us on the win. This is what we're seeing next week is. Elvis. Uh, and Beavis and Butthead, do your mom. Oh, I, I wanted to mention, for you people, uh, Revealer is now on Shudder. So watch Revealer and go back and listen to the interview I did with the cast, and we'll probably talk about that at some point, right? Revealer? Yeah, dude, we'll do it when we can, but, I mean, it's summertime, yeah, bro. Yeah, we get some time. I mean, stuff. this July 4th week is, like, movie week. Yeah, yeah. It's the summertime movie blockbuster extravaganza so right what now. Comes so out, what comes out after um, after this week? Do we know what's coming up? Oh, my God. All you got to do is th- see this. This is called a phone. Yeah, when is Thor and coming if you Thor open comes up? up this little, okay, fine. <laughs> there's this little app you can open up. See, it's right there. Yeah, okay. We, and, um, we can just check. And I'm sure you, you, you look at it all the time. I do, actually. Uh, let's see. We got the Minions. Uh, nope. Uh, um, my uh, Mr. Malcolm's list, Thor, Love and Thunder is next week. Um, let's Wait, see, that comes out. That comes out July fourth, the weekend. July eighth. Damn, dude. Uh, let's see, Beast, uh, Powers of Fury, Bullet Train in August. Dude, I can't wait for Bullet Train. I'm so excited for that one. Uh, Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. DC League of Super Pets. Oh yeah, dude, Everybody uh, loves Marcel. Are we watching that? 
I wish I could, but you, I mean, no, let's just be you, honest. When, where the, how the hell are we going to get it in, bro? It comes it comes out this week. It comes out tomorrow. What's this? Marcel. Everybody loves Marcel. No, I meant, I meant like, a, does it, really anyone care about the DC League of Super Pets? Oh, everybody does, dude. It's, yeah, what do you do? It's Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Kevin Hart. Okay. I mean, I don't know, man. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. It's July 29th, so it's such a long time ago. Yeah, okay, so a long time away. Are we seeing minions? Is that something we're seeing? I don't know, man. Okay, I've probably seen, not. I mean, I, to be I, honest, I, we I, got so many movies that are coming out. I, I, I gotta be honest. I've not. I've not seen any of the Spickle movies. No. Oh, dude, I might make you watch minions just so you have to watch them all in mm. a row. All right, so uh, guys, we'll see you guys next week. Right? We're good. Are you still mad at Steve Carell? Is that why? No. I, well, well, for leaving the office, I'm fine with it. Uh, I don't know, man. You seem like you're a better person. You can find us all at MoviesDon'tSuck.network on Facebook at Facebook.com. Slash MoviesDon'tSuckPodcast. We're on Twitter at NDS Podcast. We're on Instagram at NDS Podcast. And we're on all stream platforms where you can find MoviesDon'tSuck. You can find us. Whatever. Fuck. I've had a long day. So um. We've all had long days. All right, man. And if you got a small business, give us the information. Email us. Message us. Let us know. We'll be more than happy to advertise your small business on our uh, podcast. Just give us the information, and we'll be more happy to give it to our thousands of viewers, millions of watch, uh, millions of listeners. Chris, go ahead and hit that outro. That's another episode of Movies Don't Suck and Some Do. My name is Neil. And I'm Chris. And remember, guys, no matter what you do in life, especially when you're at the casino, go large. Go all the way in, because if not, retirement is going to be light years away. Have a good night. Good night.